Are we ready? Ready. Commence. Here we go. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I'm joined this week by Yosoya Groot and Ik Ben Groot. Or, you know, Neil, Mike, and Ben. Um, <clears throat> Hi. So, um, first off, brief apology. Sorry we haven't been on, on the air for two weeks. Um, I forgot to load an SD card in the microphone uh, two weeks ago. And then last week was my brother's birthday, and so we didn't have an episode because we couldn't record. We're back, though. With Avengers. No, wait, with Avengers, yeah. Yes, we're back <laughs> with Avengers. <laughs> Almost like that was planned, except it really wasn't. Um, <laughs> um, and we're back in my apartment, so sorry for the, loud, for the loud air conditioner. Could probably turn it off. I think I'm going to. Okay. I think we'll survive. We will survive. There you go. So, um, Avengers, yeah, that was fun. Standard rules apply, uh, no spoilers followed by spoilers, but of course first, this week in Geek, and we've got three, worth, three weeks worth of news, so let's cherry pick the good stuff. <laughs> um, well, just as a fun little aside, uh, we're recording on May 12th, which May 12th, 1984 is when the T-800 tries to kill Sarah Connor. This day in history. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just before Mother's Day. Before she was a mother. Yep. Um, let's see. This Week in Geek. Um, I shared three things to the Facebook page, but I'll mention real quick. John Wick Chapter 3 has a new working title, which is um, Parabellum. <laughs> like 9mm Parabellum. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um... Well, also mean it's also Latin for prepare for war. So there you go. Um, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters are officially teaming back up to make Bill and Ted, Ted Three. Mm. Bill and Ted's Middle Aged Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted Face the Music is what it's getting called. So. Yeah, Middle Aged Adventure. Um, and on May the tenth, so very recently, Rick and Morty got uh, renewed for seventy more episodes. Cool. Which yeah, and. I, I'm happy about Rick and Morty's a fun show. Right. And there may not be nihilist. such a long gap between seasons with that many episodes on order. Right. Yeah. Well, so. depending on how how quickly the writer can make, you know, write, which he has difficulty with because he has to be in the right frame of mind. Speaking of writers and uh, speed or lack therefore of writing, it's official that George R. R. Martin will not be releasing The Winds of Winter in 2018, but he is going to release this other book he's been working on. <laughs> it's in Westeros I, I, in, like, the fall. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to, uh, as to who's going to release their next book first, him or Jim Butcher. Right? Or the sun going out. Or Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Rothfuss is also in the running there. Yeah. Right? In the meantime, I've released another book, so... Well, <laughs> so, actually, Prom Night was out the, the last one we, we did. Yeah, but so you were here, question, but you how here to announce books will you have released before they release them? <laughs> At this rate, I'm going to finish a book before them. At this, and I very rarely write anymore. <laughs> At this rate, I'll have an... Well, okay, I will have an audio book before them, but I'll, I'll go into that in, in a future episode. Oh, <clears throat> um, um, oh, speaking of things book... 
Yes. Uh, I was going to wait because, you know, I thought there was other more geeky stuff. Well, I mean, I just... We've okay. never really done this in any particular order. What else? Okay, so This Week in Geek. Literally, This Week in Geek. I mean, exactly. Um, author Felina Hopkins started Cockygate. I was curious about this. What, what the fuck is Cockygate? <clears throat> Cockygate. Okay, author Felina Hopkins... Uh, and I did a I did a uh, I did a YouTube video on this. I'll I'll try to pay me pay Neil to link to it. Um, I did basically put a trademark and a word mark on the word cocky in the title, in the series name, uh, of of a romance series. That's great, kid. Don't get cocky. Yeah, exactly. There were people who were going. That's great, kid. Don't don't get penisy. Um, <laughs> How so? I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I need to interject here. How the fuck can you copy? Can you trademark a word? Hey, how can you trademark okay. scrolls? Okay, remember actually, that. <laughs> actually, she managed to do it by making it specific to the title of a series in a title of a series of romance books. Um, okay. Yeah, and right now the the patent trademark office has granted the copyright. However, trademark. The trademark, yeah, the, the trademark and the word mark. Um, trademark is different from copyright. I'm yes. Sorry. Yeah, no, I know, and I've been making that distinction in my. In my uh, so yeah, the, the grant, the patent and trade office has granted it uh, in in uh, to her currently. However, uh, the Romance Writers of America has come out and said, uh, no, because uh, Hopkins has then gone to other writers and threatened them with takedown of their book and suing them for all of their all of the uh, royalties they've made off of said books. She'll never win those cases. But most authors don't have the... The uh, money to fight it. Exactly. Well, are you saying retroactively? Like books that have already been out before she case, got the uh, the trademark? In some cases, yes. That's ridiculous. Yes, it is Welcome ridiculous. to the United, United States, States Trademark and Copyright Law. Well, here's, what's her fuck? Yeah. Now, here's, here's what, and, and some authors have actually done it. Now, her argument is, oh, you only have to change one word. That's utter bullshit. Because if you have swag, or if, like right. me, you have purchased copies of books to sell at cons... No, you can't. Or if it's just... part of the title of the series. Exactly. Like, what if exactly. it's a key thing of the series? And that's how everyone knows Especially it. Especially since, well, that, that's the argument for how she trademarked hers. Mm-hmm. But, it's, well, yeah, every, every, every one of the series has, you know, cocky roommate, cocky marine, cocky soldier, whatever. And these are romance novels, so I'm pretty sure she's relating, she, she's re- referencing that kind of cock, too. Um, yeah, but mostly it's a. But, anyways, the thing <laughs> is, there are people who vastly predate her. Um, but because she has the official trademark and wordmark, Amazon at first had no choice but to enforce her claims. Wow. Yeah. Now, RWA, Romance Writers of America, and uh, author Kevin Newper, who was originally, that's Newper with a K, who um, was originally a, a patent and trademark lawyer, have gone to, okay, RWA has gone to Amazon and said, no, this, this should not stand. And Amazon has, uh, has basically gone, okay, we get this. Uh, this is going to be on her. 
So they have reinstated many of the titles. Uh, I think, if not all of the titles, that's that they, good. That they that they took they took down. Kevin Newper has filed a uh, filed a legal petition to have it struck. In the meantime, uh, Felina Hopkins has become has become a pariah in the community. She wants an hour and a half um, Facebook Live. Talking about all of how she's been cyberbullied and all this other bullshit, nobody's bought. No fucking way! Right? Yeah. You well, just decided to try and and legally steal all the money from everyone, and you're not <laughs> expecting any repercussions? Yeah. And her her uh, and her. Uh, so if you want a lot of views for this particular uh, this particular episode. Hashtag cocky. Ki- hashtag cocky gate <laughs> in the metadata. Hashtag uh, we will get a billion views I just can, for this segment alone. I can put a I can I can put a, I can put a, a meta tag on this. Um, so in a weird yeah. way, it's not even manipulative since we're <clears throat> excuse me we're actually talking we're about actually it. talking about it. right right exactly. <coughs> well, and the thing is, is it's made waves outside the romance community because of the precedent it could set. Well, of course, yeah. You know, because if someone if someone went and put a you know. Uh, put a, a copy, a t- trademark and wordmark on demon. I yeah. would be fucked. Well, it's <laughs> and it, oddly it does uh, on, a, on a you know a couple of degrees removed does tie into like Marvel stuff and not everything because mm-hmm. the thing about the word mutant, yeah, they couldn't use mutant in all these movies. Yeah, and so they had to dance around it, you know. And so there are actually you know similar situations. Exactly. Here. Yeah, but they couldn't because of their own legal agreement with. Uh, with Fox, not necessarily because of... Fox I'm not saying it's apples and apples. I'm just saying yeah. Like, yeah. these kind of issues can't actually be tangentially related to what we're actually going to make. Uh, I, I can't exactly. imagine that 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 that, 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 that trademark would stand because unless you're referring to specifically, you know... Yeah. Like... <sighs> well, I mean... Be, yeah, because... Like, the, be, because I, I've done... A modicum of research into copyright and trademark law, mm-hmm. because I'm one of those weird guys who says, "Let's read, let's read, let's let's read this ju- this like legal journal entry," right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm weird like that. So um, this is this is its and this is its own episode. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can probably put talk about this it. and move on yeah. to something else. Yeah, we so, could, um, next well next week I'm going to be at my other brother's birthday. Both of my brothers were born in May, which. So, but uh, maybe the week after that we can talk about trademark and copyright law. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I think, yeah, I think it'd be kind of a good one. Actually, but, that would be fun. Let's do that. <laughs> all right. So, uh, just to just to wrap it up, um, part of what she's going to run into is that the one the that the specific word mark that she did was done in a font that she does not have legal license to trademark. <laughs> she's gonna get. She's gonna get fucked seven ways to Sunday on this. Uh, no, no, because she's a romance writer. She's not gonna get fucked. Uh, <laughs> that's the worst part. But yeah. Uh, so hashtag by Felina. Hashtag Felina who and hashtag cocky gate. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. These. If you check these out on on text on those Twitter, to me so I don't forget to put them on the meta tags. Right. Uh, if you look that up on Twitter, you will find the storm of of fun shit. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, that's that's Jeez. that's been part of it. So uh, this reminds me of the Alex Maurer case of copyright infringement of copyright claims on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, of course you know 
this is almost as bad as the whole Handbook for Mortal by Lanny Sarum thing. Don't know that one. Uh, she bought her way onto the onto the New York Times uh, bestseller list and probably got kicked off. So, anyways, um, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so what, else geek? Uh, what are the movies we have coming out? Um, Deadpool, Deadpool two. I've got my ticket on Friday. And Solo. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Solo that too. <laughs> so, uh, um, Decidedly less excited than Deadpool two. Right. I um, mean, don't I, call it a comeback, man. Consciously optimistic, but uh, yeah, Deadpool two is definitely. Definitely going to be much better. Deadpool, like, I, I don't feel like the writing staff for Deadpool can can really do wrong as long as they make a two-hour-long version of the trailer. Right. Right, <laughs> right yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that really... Uh, I mean, I was already cinematic. excited with that. Now I'm really looking forward to it after I saw that latest trailer, which, again, ties in because that was right before Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to say, I love how they used uh, Mama Said Knock You Out as their, as their kind of... Operant, uh, yeah, the theme, theme, if you will, yeah, yeah, because that's just a good song. It's kind of like the X Force theme released in the trailer. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Solo uh, comes out what Friday or Thursday or Friday as well. Yeah. Well, uh, Deadpool comes out the 18th, right? Right. And then De- uh, Solo comes out like the 25th. Oh, okay, it comes out next week. The next week. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, <laughs> Deadpool two is trying to. Uh, um, you know, not compete with that at all costs, naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, May 25th is when Solo comes out. So, yeah. Um, back-to-back geek stuff. Um, um, Cloak and Dagger. Ah, uh, yes. I've been starting to see a little bit of... Uh, that one's coming out on uh, in June. Advertising material for that. Yes. Which is going to be kind of like the... Uh, I don't know the Smallville or the Riverdale of, uh, of Marvel <laughs> properties. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see what else. Um, Very CWS. There are a couple really yeah. good. Uh, there are a couple really good hoaxes that came out in the last couple weeks. Uh-huh. Uh There was a really good fake poster that was made for with for a Netflix original series of God of War with, uh, featuring Jason Momoa. That you shamelessly fell for? I did, in fact, totally fall for it. <laughs> I will admit. I have to admire the work, though. I mean, it was re- it's, really it's really good, good. damn good work. And now I want it. I yeah. want it to be a thing. That would be, I, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. And there was another one that I did share, but I also mentioned, yeah, this is obviously fake, but still kind of worth looking at, which was a uh, Avengers vs. Justice League uh, poster that somebody made. Marvel versus DC poster. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, okay. Uh, in bad news, I think uh, if I if remember it's right, Shield, uh, Agents of Shield got canceled, uh, but may find uh, new life elsewhere. How long has that show been on? Mm-hmm. Uh, five, six seasons. I, I mean, that's a pretty good run. Yeah. My sister-in-law was really was really sad to hear that Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled. And then yeah. really happy to hear that it got picked up by a new by by got canceled by Fox and got picked up by NBC like three days later. Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> hear that going. Hmm. Yeah, NBC well, no, NBC was... had sold it to Fox initially. Nah. Right? <laughs> so 
That's hilarious. NBC has a certain amount of... Can be like, well, you're not going to keep making it? Well, we sold you the license for it. We going to make it now, bitch. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, we're canceling. The NBC's like going, you, you, you finishing that? <laughs> <laughs> you going to eat that? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It's like, here, I have a cannoli. You I haven't ever... I, have, I can't say I've ever actually watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine except for in clips. Yeah. But everything I've hilarious. seen in clips is dreading. amazing. Yeah. Terry Plus, Terry Crews is just like one of the best guys ever. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. all you got to Terry Crews is just two yeah. words that they'll say. Terry Crews is hilarious. He's frightfully intelligent. Um, and just like all around just a real good guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there was that. Uh, the, what else uh, is going in there's the Venom trailer that was yes. yeah the, new, the, the uh, second Venom trailer. Yes, I saw the, yeah, I saw that right before. Like an actual movie. full trailer, not a tease thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, <clears throat> I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, yeah, it actually it actually looks pretty good, and uh, I, I think there's a little more uh, like screen time and like different scenes and stuff going on with the the actual trailer. So you got to get a better idea of what Tom Hardy's acting like mm-hmm. like style and like yeah. performance is going to be like and. It looks, uh, it looks good. I mean, his quote unquote American accent is a little bit, you know, he almost ridiculous, yeah, but yeah, he almost jerseys it up. Aside from that, like, I'm pretty excited about what he's bringing to the table, and yeah, uh, it looks like, um, yeah, it looks like it'll be pretty interesting. And there's a lot of speculation that Carnage is going to be the villain because Life Foundation and symbiote stuff, and right, that is kind of the logical choice. But there's technically nothing alluding to that yet. Right, all speculation. But yeah, I like what they were doing with the uh, <clears throat> with the symbiote in the in the trailer. So that was, okay, that that is one you thing. Mean, you mean up. you mean the symbiote? She's like symbiote, and it's like I always thought it was symbiote. It is. Yeah. So what the f? That that it's, annoys me. It's, it's a it's a it's not the biggest. Yeah, thing it's world, just the fact that it's said it's a, twice in the trailer, right. And said wrong, right? Well, not said wrong. That is technically a a, a valid pronunciation. It's just not. It's one that's never actually used. It's just not one that anyone would use. Right. right. It's a very British pronunciation. Yes. Yeah. Symbiote. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yes. Um, it well, seems we have a symbiote. Should probably actually get started with, with the episode itself. All right, so it's time um, to get into it. Yeah, spoiler of the week. Um, Thanos was behind the assault on New York. Thanos was behind it all, all along. What? Yep. Um... So, a couple bits of interesting uh, trivia for uh, Avengers: Infinity War. It made more money in its opening week, uh, its opening weekend, than Justice League made. <laughs> wow! Uh, at least wow. domestically. <laughs> That's just oh sad. God! Ben Affleck's got to be going. Why did I not? You know why did I why did I pick Batman? Cue, cue the sad bat flick. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, it, it's and it's, I mean to to be fair, so did Black Panther, but um, <laughs> right, right. Black Panther made more than God its first week. Well, actually, uh, Justice League made more than Black Panther in its, in its opening weekend as well. Yeah, um, and I'm just talking about the opening weekend. Right, right. Justice League made more money than. I mean, sorry, not, uh, Avengers made more money than Justice League. Right. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, uh, that's... Yeah. I mean, I don't hate the DC movies anymore. Mm-hmm. Although, I found a great um, 
I did find find a great thing that re- that does help to encapsulate what I don't like about the DC movies. Mm-hmm. They are visually too dark. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, dark. It is literally hard to tell what the fuck's happening. You saw the comparison. Yeah, I saw the comparison. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is accurate. It kind of reminds me of like when Diablo three was being developed, and they had the grim dark yeah. original stuff, and then they had the current iteration of the actual release game, and like, uh, you know, there's a lot of oh, and you know, another good example is uh, Doom three. <laughs> like, remember fucking, how fucking dark that was? Well, it was so dark that the most popular mod was a mod called Duct, duct tape, tape. Yeah, where you had a flashlight on your gun. Yeah. It was so popular that when they re-released it, the BFG edition. They it was just it. included. Yeah, yeah, because you had to switch between the flashlight and the gun, and it was the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they were trying to go survival horror, but that's not Doom. Yeah. Um, well, and it became so predictable that it kind of defeated the point because it's like, oh, there's a monster in this closet. Yep, there it is. Yeah. It's just like it's not. Anyway, that's a digression. But, yeah. In yeah. any case, yeah. Um, it's too dark. Avengers visually. Uh, Avengers. Um, other not spoiler stuff. Other interesting yes. uh, bits of. I don't know. Are there any other bits of interesting trivia concerning it? That that financial bit I thought was really just kind of hilarious. Oh, there's a fun little Easter egg which I can give without spoiling anything. Um, at one point, um, the you see that place where the collector has his collection, and in the back there is uh, there is the character from Arrested Development, Tobias Bluth, and his blue version in the episode where he quotes blue himself. <laughs> He's in the collection, way in the back. Oh, that's great. And it's in the credits. It's in the credits uh, about the uh, Arrested Development. I didn't didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people notice it in the credits first, and they're like, what? And then they went back, and they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Because he appeared as Tobias Bluth? Yeah. That's like I see what you did there. (laughs) I I didn't notice that. Yeah, David Um, I will go on record as saying, what the fuck, people? Every every Marvel movie I've ever gone to, mm-hmm. as soon as the credits begin rolling, people get up and leave. Yeah, I was. It was the same thing. I was like, "Do you people not realize you're at a Marvel movie? I don't know about the your, movie's not over. I don't know about your audiences, but mine were well trained. I didn't have a single it, it person even get up. It wasn't a huge number of people, but it was like, it was like. Especially since we've been doing this for ten years now, people. I know we've created. I mean, Marvel <laughs> created the after and mid credits sequence. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, and, and well, no. Uh, the first one that I can think of was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Okay. Well, Marvel. Marvel took that. Marvel and, pioneered it. Marvel yeah. made it. Yeah. Mimetic. They put it yeah. into the zeitgeist. Well, okay. Marvel took that box and opened it up and said, look at what you can really do with this. Yeah. And it's, it should be noted that Deadpool then lampooned the Ferris Bueller one. Yes. Which yeah. was nice. It, it's over. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, eh, that's kind of spoilery. Never mind. Um, it's a minefield. Yeah. And, and really, it's going to be hard to talk about this one without getting into spoiler territory. Yep. Um, I'd say a few broad things. I, yeah, I'll say a few. Yeah, there, there are a few things that can be said about the movie that um, that are maybe flirting with the edge slightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I, well, okay. First off, the casting is great. I think, that, I, I think we spoiler I think alert. It, it the movies make more money than God. Yeah. They can afford all of the best actors. Yeah, Josh Brolin does a tremendous job as Thanos. That is what I was getting at. Thanos. 
was written really, really well. Yeah, I mean, it's almost they took worse. yeah they they took a character a character who from the comics was incredibly one dimensional. Yeah, Grr, I'm evil because I like Lady Death. Right. Yeah. And they gave him nuance and character and made him almost sympathetic. Also, in, visually, in a strange way. Visually, in the comics, he looks ridiculous. Yeah. And they managed to do a great job of encapsulating, like, staying faithful to a lot of his look whilst also not looking ridiculous, which is difficult to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. So credit to the special effects and, and the people visual and everything. Design, yeah. yeah, all the visual stuff. I would say costume, but in that case, it's really just Brolin in a big thing of CGI for the most part. Yeah, right? Brolin in a mocap suit. Yeah. Uh, like, there's not really a costume, but there there is other good, you know, other stuff. They deserve props and all that. But for Thanos specifically... Pretty much just, you know, yeah. his performance and then the CGI people, of course. Yeah. But that was well done. Him, uh, well, that's him. the thing is that it doesn't it doesn't seem like you know in your brain that it's CGI. But, like, mm-hmm. you don't notice it so It doesn't much. look, yeah. It, it gels well. Somehow. Because it's not uncanny. Right. Yeah. It's it, it's just the left side of the, of the uncanny valley. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's just fake enough to look real. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, they did a good job of balancing. <laughs> well, Thanos would approve because they balanced the scales to make sure that that worked. Um, but yeah, um, a lot of great, a lot of great visual stuff you can talk about without really spoiling anything. They did a great job with like Spider-Man's costume and uh, like the space stuff, kind yeah. of like you know meshed with. I love the, the design of Tony's stuff. bleeding edge armor. Oh god, yeah, that's that was great dope. stuff. Yeah, the the the, the he's wearing the bleeding edge suit. And it's good. Yeah. yeah. And they do a great uh, job of kind of, like, doing all the, like, epic sweeping shots and stuff, but also keeping things, like, close and intimate when it needs to be. Like, I think they did a good job of cin- mm-hmm. cinematography, I guess yeah. would be the word, of kind yeah. of blending all that together. And, but, by the way, uh, we talked about, you know, how there being, there's almost every single character ever in one movie. But like you said about the casting, also bears mentioning that all those actors are in one movie together, which is nuts. Yeah, you've got Chris Evans. This movie you've has got Scarlett to make more, more money than God because it cost more money than God. Yeah, I mean just the just the actors alone. I mean, yeah, I gotta love. I, I gotta say, uh, my favorite little bit of uh, <clears throat> my favorite bit of, of uh, casting was definitely the the kind of humorous type casting of uh, Peter Dinklage as a dwarf. Oh yeah, yeah, well, that's a, and then making him huge. But um, Chink, um, yeah. <laughs> I got a, I, spoiler question mark. No, it's not really a spoiler. It doesn't really give away. But I do love. I I I got I I, 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 I would have killed to be a fly on the wall with that agent meeting. Oh, I know. I was Peter. Thinking, I got I got you. A, I got you a role in the Marvel movie. Okay, what am I going to be playing? Yeah. A dwarf. Again. Really? <laughs> but it's a space dwarf. <laughs> and then it's just this pause and like. How much is it? <laughs> All the money. Yeah, right. All right. And then he ends up being the tallest character in the movie. Right. <laughs> you know, the other thought I had was Baldur's Gate. It's like, ah, he's a giant miniature space dwarf. Yeah, giant miniature space. I'm, I'm Go for the eyes, boo. Um, yeah, Dinklage is great. Yeah, no, and that was just I was like, oh wait, shit, that that's Peter Dinklage. Right? Yeah, there's that, there's that moment where you're like, your brain's trying to make it make sense. You're like, wait, why do I wreck? Oh, okay. <laughs> and you gotta think he was probably actually working for scale there. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is not a pun. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. This because he was not in very much. Right. Uh, Still. But, 
but still. As Dinklage does, when he is around, he steals the show. Yeah, he was great. Um, There's not a whole lot else to talk about that's not spoilery, really. Yeah. Uh, right. it's, okay, it's... well, we, we did, we, I mean, we see them, and it's not, you know, the Black Order. What now? The Black Order. Thanos is the children of Thanos. Oh, okay. I wasn't familiar uh, with that terminology. So you have uh, Proxima Midnight, the one, the girl with the black hair, black. Yep. The ramp, almost, yeah. almost a. Uh, um, uh, what's her name? How much of that did you just look up on your phone? Actually, I knew Proxima Midnight and Corvus <laughs> Glaive. I was just trying to find the. Uh, actually, I had Midnight. And I was like, what's her? yeah Proxima? I was trying to remember her first name. Um, and then you had Corvus Glaive, who was with her, the one with her. Yeah. You've got Ebony Maw. And then I think in the movies they they uh, they uh, called him Tiny. <laughs> Sounds about right. But yeah, that's all very non-spoiler because that's like being like, oh hey, Galactus showed up, Silver Surfer's going to be around. It's like <laughs> you just know these things, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was thinking actually in the well in the second uh, second uh, Fantastic Four wasn't it more so, more sort of. Um, Silver Surfer showed up, therefore there will be Galactus. Well, yeah, technically. There will be a Galactus. Yeah, because yeah. he's the herald on that. But, uh, right. By the way, I saw a great thing online where it was like, uh, it showed uh, Chris Evans and uh, Michael B. Jordan, and like it had the comparison of them as when when they were Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movies, and then like him as Captain America and him as Killmonger, and it's like, uh, Marvel giving <laughs> giving former Human Torch actors a second chance <laughs> yes, since right. like 2005. Since 2005 right. Tiny yeah. is Cold Obsidian. Cold Obsidian, okay, because uh, he's not part of he's not part of the original uh, team. So they have a whole dark motif there, like Obsidian, Ebony, Midnight. Yeah. Well, the original is Black Dwarfs, Corvus Glaive, Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight, and then what they call Supergiant. Um, so yeah, not and and what was it? Uh, clove, clove obsidian. I don't know. Clove, what is it? Hmm. What, what what did you say is this? Cull obsidian. Cull obsidian. Okay. Yeah. The Black Order, of course. You know, go figure. <laughs> yeah, I think they did a good job of uh, of having them be um, at least given this given the like limited screen time and, and context, like be somewhat interesting characters instead of just disposable, like, nameless minions. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were actually, like, their own characters that had their own, like, personality and demeanor and way of doing things and stuff, you know? Like, you have, like, the bombastic one, the the quiet one that just punches things, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. they, they have, it's kind of like a team dynamic just on the other side. Yeah, they had, I mean, they had a real... So that was cool. And they, and they played smart. That's the thing, is they played right. smart. Yeah. You know? Um... But, yeah. oh, another thing that bears that's uh, very non-spoilery and it bears mentioning: um, this movie is 149 minutes long, just shy of two and a half hours. So please, if you're going about to see this movie, go to the bathroom first. Make sure yeah. you've checked your phone and turned your phone off. Do all the things because the two thing, and a half hours. The only thing that almost you don't made want to me leave yes. <laughs> almost made me leave the. Actually, I did leave the theater in the middle of one of the scenes because I was like, shit, I gotta pee. Yeah. So I mean, I, I went like, before, yeah, dinner, and dinner. I, yeah, I went before, and I made sure that I did not drink much of my drink. <laughs> Luckily, I was at, I was at the IMAX, which has a bathroom right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I didn't miss much. I can't remember, so, I don't know what I missed, but I didn't miss much. So, MVPs on the, on the hero side. Um, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. When you say MVP, you just mean, like... People who How much really, you like them, or, or that actually... And, and actually really stepped up. Mm. 
Spider-Man, I mean, he had the chance to go the fuck home. And he didn't. And he didn't. Which, um, I mean, that's not a spoiler. With great power comes great responsibility. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, um, well, and, and we don't tell how. Um, we won't get to the how. Um, but he had the, he had the chance to sit it out. He didn't. Um, Doctor Strange, obviously. Doctor Strange. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean... That's yeah. a spoiler, but yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's why it suffice like it, suffice <coughs> it to say, Doctor Strange's arc from the movie led to his uh, wisdom arc. and foresight, which mm-hmm. made the thing possible. Yep. Yeah, and his whole he he made the difference in one of the in one of the. We'll talk more about that later, but uh, I I think this is great evidence. This is Exhibit A of how no internet. He is not just Iron Man again. He is not just Tony Stark. A lot of people make these superficial comparisons of like their yeah. origins and stuff like oh rich cocky person humbled and you know well, like I, I, injured and almost killed and like all this shit and it's like no there's actually a lot of differences also I'd like to point out that if you want to get that reductive I'd like to introduce you to my man Joseph Campbell yeah right exactly uh, <laughs> which, yeah, we get to see we get to see which by the, the way difference. if we're following that formula yeah Thanos is the hero yeah, yeah. Or at least protagonist, of course. Yeah, Thanos was definitely the protagonist of this movie, which I thought in was his, cool. Yeah, in his own story. And yes. if you, and then that's that's the ultimate non-spoiler because if you look at the poster, it's Thanos. Oh, and all these other people. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, he's the, the guy. So Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Yeah, fucking really, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those are the big steps up. Pretty those hard, are the big three, really. really, for this one. Um, but then also Scarlet Witch. Mm. Well, yeah, she has. She's big... sidelined until she comes. Yeah, she <sighs> until she enters the field. Every time she enters the field, shit gets real. <laughs> yeah, it does. She yeah. gets unreal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I got. I, I want to say another quick thing, which is also not a spoiler. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who really likes Doctor Strange, I was really happy to have to, even though he didn't call them out, to have been able to recognize a couple or, couple of his spells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he definitely cast the Crimson Bands of Kytorak. Yeah. yeah. Which you can't call it because that belongs to Fox. Right. Yeah, there's some iconic Doctor Strange <laughs> spellcraft going on here, which is cool. Okay. I, I have one more that I want to. I really want to call out. Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. The Hulk, but Bruce Banner. Right. He steps up. He's like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." <laughs> you know, and, and you. Know, I'm gonna make a phone call. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he does. He does, he's pivotal. You know, from the beginning. Uh, Which but, is funny because, ironically, the voice of reason. Yeah, but he, he also he also you know well I'll there's something else I'll also call it later on that he does that is significant that he handle does by himself that no one else in the movie that I can recall is able to do on their own. Well, we'll get to that in spoilers, because we definitely need to start talking spoilers, otherwise we're going to run out of time. Yeah, let's get to spoiler territory, because God, the spoilers. Enjoy the music, and then spoilers.
All right, so we're back. Henceforth, there will be spoilers. Um, so there's a really fun website, um, say, uh, which I can't remember exactly what it's called, but uh, did you survive Thanos? Did you survive Thanos? Yes. <laughs> I did, apparently. I was spared by Thanos. So it's a glorified coin flip. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the internet, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, uh, at least when I checked it on my computer, I was spared by Thanos. I think it's called Did Sp Thanos Spare You or something or like that. Did Thanos Kill Me? Mm. So, yeah, so did Thanos it. Kill You? Um, yeah. Or it's, yeah, Did Thanos Kill Me? Um, did Thanos Kill Me? I was spared by Thanos. <laughs> Hooray. Um, apparently in my phone, though, I was, slayed by, I was slain by Thanos for the good of the universe. Mm. Well, yeah, that's the ultimate spoiler, isn't it? To work our way backwards from that. So, um, okay. Man, spoil, yeah, where to fucking start? Do we just want to go through chronologically, like in the movie? Or? Um, well, I, I'd like to point out the obvious plot hole, which is obvious. Yes. I have an Infinity Gauntlet with all the Infinity Stones on it. I am omnipotent. Right. Why don't I just make the universe ten times bigger and more ten times bigger and more plentiful? Why don't I just snap my it? fingers and cut the birth rate in half? Yeah. And Remember, also, on a given on a long enough timeline, guess what? We're going to be in the exact same position that we are now because people won't, won't have see, learned anything. That's, and that's that's I think they'll just be less of them because hubris. Um, Thanos. Remember, Thanos's whole thing was based on an idea when he did not have that power. Yeah. When he got that power, and this is Thanos' weakness, his perspective did not change. Yeah. But this, this is still the most glaring plot hole that I'm aware of, which is, I have more than one solution to my perceived problem. Right. I'm going to continue to go with the one that necessitates murdering half the population of the universe. And the reason I think... Which would make sense if you're was, trying to impress death, but he's not in this one. Yeah, that's the thing. He's not yeah. trying to impress death. But yeah. I think that is that is what... You know, that's his madness. That's his hubris. That's why he's going to lose. Is because his perspective does not change. Where, and that's what makes him... The villain. Well, the thing that makes it problematic, though, is that he constantly, like, well, not constantly, but on several occasions, mm -hmm. he does mention how it's like, this is my cross to bear. I'm not malicious. Like, uh, I do regret sometimes having to, like, kill people when they get in my way and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much like, you know, but, it, you would think if there was a way to do it, because he describes it as mercy, if you can just have people not exist, like, he's not out to torture them. Mm -hmm. He just but wants he them never, gone. People die painlessly for the most part. Right. But Although, he never Mr. Stark, says, I don't feel right. I don't yeah. feel good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But the thing is, is he never says, if I could do it any other way, I would. Well, yeah. just because he doesn't and explicitly, it's, it's heavily implied when he no, talks about a mercy and, like. Well, yeah, he sees it as mercy. But the other thing is, is that. He never sees himself as one of the people who dies. Well, of course not. Because, yeah. Because he's the only thing, one who has the will to do what needs to be done. Exactly. Clearly. And I think that's the thing. is, is It's not about saving the galaxy. It's about exerting his will. Well, yeah. I mean, there's the distinction between... When they, when they go back to his backstory and he talks about how, like, he suggested that half the people should just be... Like, Logan and Sally should just die, um, but it should be completely random... But when he's in charge, it's not. It's never going to be him. 
Exactly. So it's not really completely random now, is it? Right. So and it's hypocritical inherently. Exactly, and that's and to me that's which speaks to the narcissism because it's like, oh, well, clearly I'm only I'm the only one who's smart enough, strong enough, and strong-willed enough to do the things that need to be done. Therefore, I get a free pass. Thus, and that's that. That also is my argument. Thus, only my solution is the right one. Right. But as long as he came up with a different solution, it would still be his solution because he thought of it. But, yeah, I just, I can't see... So I, I got to, I, I hate to be pedantic, but, but that's kind of the whole conversation is being pedantic on this. But it's, right. it's whatever. Suspension of disbelief is a thing. Right. I would rather it kind of not make sense and go this route than be like, I'm trying to impress Lady Death. Like, yeah. that would not no, work he, for this he's movie. Still, he is still far more nuanced a character than he once was in the comics, which I like. Yeah. yeah. But you still can't be like... Right. There, there are, there are problems with his approach. Right. Yeah. But again, I don't think he can ever see anything he ever did was wrong. Um, but yeah, also, that ending though. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I liked was, how in the in the in the <laughs> thing it said Thanos will return. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The ultimate troll. <laughs> well, okay. So and also, mm-hmm. uh, sorry. Another thing. Um, now that we're in spoilers, and I wanted to say it before, but before. If there was going to be any Marvel movie that didn't have a stinger, it was going to be this one. Right. Yeah. Right. I was like, I, I, I was saying that to my friend Sarah. It's like, no, this is, it's still going to have a, spo- a, a stinger because Marvel people are pathological. But right. if there is any Marvel movie that has a logical excuse to not have a stinger, it's this one. Absolutely. Because... And I was wondering that about way, it. I, and I was kind of wondering too because there's no mid credits so because the all credits. it was was the actual end of the credits scene right mother yeah <laughs> and Second he was summoning uh, Captain Marvel who's probably dead although no actually probably she gets to show up in the second one yeah, yeah. but he's, he's like summoning her via the 90s in a pager hey so a it was a space age pager motherfucker but no that's my point though is that like in the 90s she's not gone no this wasn't the 90s no, no. I mean, when he, well, when he did, he's not. Sum- what I'm saying is, the the idea is that he's not summoning her like she's just physically like across the world of the galaxy. Like he is somehow communicating with her through time. I did not get that impression. I got the impression because how else is the pager gonna? Unless there's some like mojo going on there. There's always mojo going on. It's Nick Fury. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny because when... Or of course, it, she, it may have been something she gave him in the 90s. Well, yeah. That's yeah. Anyway, it's, I guess we'll find yeah. out, we'll when, find we out Captain when, when Captain Marvel comes out. Because marketing Cap- evil geniuses. Yeah. Right. Okay, so speaking of... <laughs> damn flip phone. <laughs> when, when, when Tony pulls out the phone that... That Cap gave him. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. That was a nice. That was a nice. Like, oh, ha ha. Steve's still an old man. Yeah. Kind of joke. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, it's a, it's it's probably a Nokia. It's 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 in his record, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it was. Got to run that whole damn fight. Yeah, I, I gotta go make a phone call. <laughs> no. What are you gonna do? I gotta make a phone call. I was just thinking to myself, and the credits were rolling. I'm like, huh? Nick Fury never showed up, and then lo and behold, the credits. There's Nick Fury and Robin Sparkles. A.K.A. you know, Colby yeah. something or other. Colby Smothers. <laughs> Who? Oh yeah, that is actually her name. Anita Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna. Say, I don't know what the fuck you're referencing here. But you mean Maria Hill. Maria Hill or Hill? Yeah. Hill. <laughs> That's a very different Hill. Deputy right. Director Hill. Um, yeah, Maria Hill. So, um, I had this argument with my friend Nathan, and now I'm gonna have it here. 
Um, my, my Nathan argued that um, that Doctor Strange should have told people the plan. It's not really an argument if we all agree. It's a discussion. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I argued, no, he couldn't tell them the plan because the only future where they won, the plan was not told. Right. Exactly. In the only future where they won, Star-Lord lost his shit. Yep. Um, Which was my initial thing, is I, I thought, oh, well, Peter Quill fucked it up for everybody. But then I thought about the, doc- I thought about the Doctor Strange thing. I'm like, no, actually, he's instrumental to them eventually being successful. Because Somehow if he had lost his shit, goddamn then this possibility wouldn't have come to fruition. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because when you're dealing with... Because he, he said, I'm taking the time to look at every possible future. Yeah. Which, by the way, it took him about a minute. Well, it, no, I think it with took him a little times, bit longer than that. Well, with the time stone, he compressed time. 125 right. million permutations or something? 14.6. Okay. 14,600,000 and whatever yeah. too much change. Yeah. yeah. 12. <laughs> how, many, and how many do we win? One. One. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. And so, you know. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is knowing that. Hearing that, I'm going, I can see how this is going to go. I can see how this is going to fall Yes. Yeah. Everything, uh, and what was the line in, I, in iRobot? Uh, everything that, that you see here. Uh, I don't know, man. No, I, I know what you're referencing. I just can't think of it. It's been a long time. Give me a second. Yeah. Basically, it's like from this point, he saw that one path. I'm going, they are going to win, but it's going to be a rough, a rough road. Yeah. So yeah, th- yeah, and I think the only future where he did not see them losing was one where he did not tell Tony. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. Thanos Thanos screwed up in leaving Tony Stark alive. I mean, all the original Avengers, if you Avengers, uh, yeah, if you notice, yeah, are still yeah, there. the original. That's Avengers so that they can alive. go and assemble yeah. like they do. Right. Because, well, he left two of the biggest brains. Yeah. Uh, three of the biggest brains, actually, now that we, with the introduction of... Uh, By the way, I love how Stark's reputation precedes him even to Thanos. He's like, oh, hey, Mr. Stark, I've heard of you. Yeah, it's like... You've of course, heard he would have at that point, because he was instrumental in stopping his New York invasion yeah. via Loki. And, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like, you've heard of me. I'm not the only one burdened with knowledge, or cursed with knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> and, and I think it was really kind of interesting is that everything that follows is a result of what you see here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everything, yeah. And, and it's just like everything that follows is a result of what just happened. Yeah. My argument what my argument with him and which he finally acceded the point to was you're dealing with someone who is manipulating chaos theory. Right. Mm-hmm. This Doctor Strange was counting the seconds between blinking his eyeballs. To make sure that he was doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and and he knew that Tony was crucial to that plan. Yeah. And that Tony would not die. Mm-hmm. Uh, By the way, there is something poetic about Tony nearly getting killed with his own weapon, literally. Yeah. Like that's always been a thing for him, right? Like he does these things or he has this past and it always comes back to bite him in the ass and like when he almost died in the the beginning of Iron Man it was a stark munition that was sold to these people mm-hmm. we almost died terrorists. in Iron Man 2 it was yeah. because of his own yeah. because of his own device. this controlled person from his own device yeah. Yeah. yeah 
it's always Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was you know obviously you know I mean yeah and and even even Civil War you know was Tony's you know Tony's past in a way coming back. I, I like how yes. Rhodey yeah. is has has had come around to the point of. Yeah, no, the the, the the accords in most of Civil War was really kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, your name's on you, your name's on that accord. Yeah, and I think I've paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny how being paralyzed as a result will change your outlook. Yeah, right? well, also I think that a lot of the writers heard the saw the, saw all of the very logical problems and arguments with Civil War, which was uh, yeah. which was. You know, New York was almost destroyed. You were going to nuke it. Yeah. Sokovia. Well, you know, that was Tony. Yeah. Right. Everything. That was Tony. Right. Yeah. Yep. The Avengers have to be stopped. <laughs> that was Tony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The, and so, but the other, the other thing, my, one of my three favorite lines in the movies uh, was a response to you've got a lot of nerve you could use a little <laughs> you know given what's coming well, uh, which exchange was that that was when Ross uh, when uh, Cap brought back Vision and and uh, so it's Cap and Natasha there and uh, Ross is like you've got a lot of nerve oh, yeah. back he's like you could use a little nerve <laughs> by the way if anyone has to do a bathroom break that seems a perfect time to do it because not really much happens there I think that might have been when I went off to bed yeah well I love the is like arrest them on it <laughs> okay that's a court martial <laughs> alright so I'm getting court martialed now what are we yeah. doing <laughs> exactly where are we going I think I know a guy <laughs> yeah I mean there, and, and as always as always, the Wakandans got the best lines. Very regularly. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and what did you have in mind for when we opened it? It's like, I was thinking the Olympics, maybe a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when Scarlet Witch shows up on the battlefield and wipes it clean. Um, Why was yeah. she up there all this time? <laughs> she up there all this time. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, because she just basically... Took your took your big toys that were supposed to you know wipe the battlefield clean, and turn them around and use them on you. <laughs> yeah, I love her uh, her kind of rope a dope stuff where she, you know, damages mm. s stuff and people with their own weapons and tools and <laughs> yeah, like, you know, her whole mojo is cool. Oh yeah, and well, and then uh, it was of course I love it when Proxima Midnight's going after him, just like you will die alone like him. She's not alone. I was like. Oh, there's going to be an ass kicking now, <laughs> because Natasha just spoke. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, and yeah, and then the ultimate cat fight. Actually, and I want to call it that was the ultimate bitch I was fight. Say, wasn't the ultimate cat fight in uh, Black Panther? Um, <laughs> no, because this is this is a superhuman alien. I'm, I'm being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but this was the ultimate. No, that the in aliens in alien was you're talking about aliens, right? No, in Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther. When uh, T'Challa and Warmonger both in cat suits fought oh, each other, I feel like that was the ultimate cat fight. Yeah, no, not in this. Trip. I'm being facetious. <laughs> yeah, but no, this was the ultimate. Make me bitch spell it out. <laughs> this was the ultimate bitch fight, and, and and using that term in the most complimentary sense because. There is not a single one of those women I would ever want to piss off. <laughs> uh, it's just like, uh, you know, 
whenever uh, whenever you have these strong male personalities being dicks and having dick waving contests and dick measuring contests, like there's no reason to walk on eggshells about the word bitch. Yeah, you know? it's exactly. like it's the same thing. It's just yeah. female instead of male. You know? Exactly. Oh god, this is the old yeah, this is the ultimate showdown of badasses because you've got two of the premier fighters on the planet, <laughs> Natasha and Okoye. <laughs> yeah, going up against an intergalactic assassin in Proxima Midnight. Mm. You know, and I, I didn't like Scarlett Johansson in blonde hair, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was just funny because it's actually her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so I'm just it's, just, it's I'm jarring just used after to all the off being a redhead. Yeah, yeah. so well, of course they, they were on the run, so I can see that. Yeah. However, and of course you have the brawny paper towel man, Captain America. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and he was... Yeah, he, he actually wasn't in the movie much. No, he wasn't, but he did some ass kicking. Yeah. Well, that's such an <laughs> iconic shot that you see in the trailer where Thanos is punching with ostensibly all of his might, and yeah, he manages to catch the punch. Right, and you see that look on Thanos' face as he's trying to, you know, it's like... He's like, what? How is this possible? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, oh, wait a minute. I have another hand. <laughs> right. And he's down for Because Cap's strong. like, and then yeah. like, right cross. <laughs> well, the thing is, oh, yeah. they, couldn't, they, couldn't war- they couldn't completely wharf uh, Cap. No. No. You know, they couldn't just have him manhandle. It had to be something of a challenge. Right. Yeah. Um, well, not, not so much a challenge, but effort. Yeah, yeah. and it's not a challenge for him, but he does have to actually put some effort into it. They avoided yeah. the warp effect pretty he- effectively on pretty much everything except for, oddly enough, the Hulk. Yeah, well, the Hulk and, got warped hard. Okay, can we just clarify what the warp the effect? The warp effect. Is? <laughs> I know I've heard it before, but the for everyone effect, who's not familiar. Okay, so the warp effect is in re- is is in a reference to uh, Lieutenant Warp of Star Trek: uh, The Next Generation. Right, he's a Klingon. He's a badass. He's a badass. His sole purpose in the series, in the show, is to get thrown around to prove how to, how dangerous okay. the villain is. So he's a scale. It's like on a scale of one to Worf, or Worf to like, or how many Worfs? Well, like, and this is how powerful this is. And the is. problem is, it, it means that Worf's badassitude is primarily informed. Everyone says he's a badass, but you only ever see him right. get tossed around like a like a plaything. Gotcha. Right, and they cha- and they they fixed a lot of that in New Space Nine. Oh yeah, they did. They they let him. Man, they let Worf be a badass there. <laughs> right, uh, because you know we already knew how bad the, how bad the <coughs> animal was. Right, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, he got warped hard at the beginning. But I think that was really to let Banner shine. And this is where I was referencing earlier. Banner in the in the Hulkbuster armor. You know they make they make mockery of him at first. Even Okoye is like, you know, yeah, he trips over that, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> it's like so much fun. It's like being the Hulk without being the Hulk, and, <laughs> and then yeah, splat. You know, she's like, but the one guy no one else could take down. You know, even one armed Banner beats the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, you know, fine, I'll do it myself when he's fight, fighting Tiny. And you know, he rips the the Hulkbuster arm off, and then Banner turns around and uses it to basically push him up against the shield and cheese grater him to death. That was, pretty, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was nice. It's like, okay, well, I guess we. Uh, well, I can stick. I can stick the thing too. <laughs> yeah, stink. You know, and just like. Which is a good symbolic way of him doing it because he's combining brute force and intelligence slash technology <laughs> to get the job done. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. 
But yeah, that's the, that. You're right. That is the ultimate wharf effect of of, uh, of the Hulk because the opening in the movie he just the, gets beat up by Thanos. Right. He just gets okay, owned, so, and so the Hulk is like a scared puppy and won't come out after yeah. that. Well, but I love the I love the circle around of Loki dropping the line. We have a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. That was great. Um, that was very clever. Yeah. Now, okay, now, here's my question. Was it really Loki? I think it was. Probably. And I will tell you why. Two things. First of all, uh, his character had nowhere to go. He had already done his arc. He'd already, and that was a that was a fitting way for him to, you know, mm-hmm. die and everything. And secondly, like... I don't think there's any movies coming with him involved, and it's just like meta-wise. Yeah. The meta, the meta knowledge plays hard. Yeah, it's um, mainly meta, but it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't think Tom Hiddleston has more has has any more com- many more movies. Oh, also, they they now of course they could always he could always sign a new contract, and then it wasn't him. Exactly because I, and here here's the here's kind of like how it's never a Doombot until it was a Doombot. Right, right. We'll um, see, and because we all because we, we see him come out of hiding. Which is a classic Loki thing. Now you see me, now you don't. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah. here's the thing. Like, he's not, he already had what, let's see, he started with the Power Stone. Like, they, off screen, he already got that. Yeah, it's like, oh, let's not even no, bother explaining how, how he destroyed Xandar. No, it's just like, John C. Riley's character might be, might still be alive. But, um, but he's got the Power Stone. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, I'm just So at that point he has the power stone and then he gets the, the space stone. He gets the space stone. I don't see him being fooled when he already has that much like well, power neither of those him. give knowledge. They're not the mind stone. Right. Well, and here's yeah, I guess well, wouldn't, wouldn't the space stone And I can like, see why. I isn't there some sort of perception there? No. What exactly does the space stone do? It allows provides energy and allows travel. That's it. Yeah. All it is is the Banff stone. That's how he's around, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they so, never don't say it like it's obvious because they never explain any of this. Right. Well, okay. <laughs> right? So here, here's here's my thing on this. It allows the manipulation um, of space. My whole thing on this, my all my reasoning is based on the idea that I don't want Loki as a villain or as a character to be out of it. Well, I here, liked him too much as a. They already character. used him so much, though. I, I don't see him being used. I, again, I just don't see him. Oh no! I'm, I'm, I'm fully admitting. You know what I want to see? Yeah, I see Tom Hiddleston get a TV role as Loki, agent of Shield. <laughs> but which I mean, is a great series of comics, by the way. But I mean, I feel you. Like he is one of the best villains. We're not Loki, agent character. of Shield. Sorry, Loki, agent of Asgard. And Loki but, does just like almost any comic character have a bad habit of not saying dead. This is true. So I understand that, and even I. Have my suspicions. Pretty much everything. But I'm pretty sure he's dead. Dead. I I am pretty sure that everything that happened in the first movie is going to be undone by the second movie. Um, well, the idea, the the common theory that's going around is everything pre Thanos snapping his fingers, those people are actually dead, and the things that can be reversed are the people that faded away into pieces and stuff. Whatever that means. And there, because that's another thing is it's not even explicitly said that they are dead per se. They could be trapped inside the soul stone or whatever they could be in some sort of like limbo state like nobody really knows what it means all right. they know is that they don't exist in the traditional sense after the snap mm. well and that's that's what we'll have to wait for it so we'll find out yeah that that's the other thing this movie ends on a fucking cliffhanger 
Well, sort of. It, ha- no. it's a, it ends on a well. That's a ba- that's a sad ending. It's Empire Strikes Back. Is yeah, what it it's is. Empire Strikes. Back. Yeah, it's not. I so also much, like. Yeah. I like how they incorporated the kind of the the almost joke thing that happened to Thanos, which was at one point he gave up his his villainous uh, behavior and became a farmer. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what he did at the end of. He's on some planet in yeah. a little shack. Well, I was like, this is about, it's, it's Farmer Thanos. <laughs> well, remember, he was, at, you know, at the end of this, I will, I'll be able to sit down and watch the sunrise over such and such. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, that's like. Thanos is a lot of things, but he is a man of his word. Yeah, this yeah. is true. <laughs> and, that, and that is the only thing that seems to piss him off. I mean, Tony went toe to toe with him. And he's like, I respect you. Yeah. You know, I hope, um, I hope they remember you. I hope they remember you. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things of, um, and, and when uh, when Star Lord went to kill Gamora, you know, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, anybody who went toe to toe with him and stood up to him, he had no problem with yeah. that. Yeah. It was the people who went against him who lied to him that he didn't like, which is kind of you know kind of hilarious, given that you know. He his word is questionable at best. He right. is a walking wish spell. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, so my favorite line in the movie. Did you ever watch this movie Aliens? Uh, was was you know was, uh, was it? Surely your powers can't stand against me. Is like yeah, whatever. But the kids watch more movies than I have. <laughs> eh, maybe the kids watch more way more movies. The kids <laughs> yeah, the kids seen more movies. I also that's liked the line. Uh, the line so is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? Footloose was never a good movie. movie. It was never the greatest movie. Yeah. Uh, Footloose is an okay movie. Yeah. I like it. Like, I like its eighties like cheese. Footloose. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, Earth's Closed Squidward is another one of my favorite lines. Yeah, Earth's Closed Squidward. Oh, <laughs> uh, a lot of great one-liners. Yeah. Um, people are people, including myself, are rather disappointed that. At no point did either Robert Downey Jr. or or Bramble Lab, Snumpy Pans get a chance to look at one of the other and say, "No shit, Sherlock." Right? Because they both played Sherlock. Because they both played Sherlock. Yes. Yeah, I think they they had to. So that was another great uh, scene. Is when Holmes and Holmes there <laughs> both started. You know, Sherlock squared. Yeah, Sherlock squared. And any scene with the two of them clashing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love I love how it's, and this is another thing that this is a, this is a kind of a like uh, subtopic of talking about the movie is like the characters meeting for the first time and like mm-hmm. the pairings and the team mini teams and stuff like you talk about just that for a very long time and I think that's a good example is and and I I especially appreciated that pairing because there are a lot of people that were like oh Doctor Strange is just another Tony Stark and this and that and then it's like they meet each other. And Doctor Strange is immediately like, I really don't like you. You're an asshole. Right. <laughs> and he's and having to, and he's like, he's, it's like he's a, ch- it's like Tony is a child that he has to put up with. <laughs> yeah. Like, from and, the word go, he comes in through the portal. He's like, all right, that's great and all, but we got world ending shit. So come on, Stark, let's let's go. Right. And it never lets up. Like he's constantly just like, oh, are you serious? Like yeah. this is the guy that I'm depending on here. Yeah. Well, I think although to a certain extent that's partially because they actually do have very similar personalities. Which yeah, yeah I and think that does clash. Part well, I think part of it is that like Tony so reminds him of the person he was that he resents it. Yeah. So it's like he really hates it because he sees himself in him not too long ago. <laughs> and and he often has to you know has to uh, you know 
acknowledge that Tony's right. Yeah. You know, because, like, when they're on the ship, you know, it's like, we should be going uh, going back, you know, uh, now you want to go there? Well, you, you wouldn't expect it. We're taking the fight to him. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. seems... Okay, well... Counterintuitive. Yeah. Still, that's where you open a sling ring portal to... Middle of nowhere space. Yeah. And just put the Eye of Agamotto there. Or yet, like... Here's an idea. Put it in the mirror dimension. Yeah, it seems like there are many At that point, where Thanos could probably or... break out of the mirror dimension. Well, no, don't put Thanos in the mirror dimension. Or oh, just put the Eye of Agamotto in the, in the mirror dimension. Yeah. The, yeah, but it, like, Thanos could break into it. <laughs> With the reality stone? Well, yeah. I mean, um, he's already got the space in the reality stone. That's, yeah. It's yeah. kind of hard to put it anywhere. Also, what was with the bubbles? Safe. Why was it always bubbles? I don't know. I th- well, I think that was... Uh, and that is speaks to me of Thanos' consistency. Yeah. Once he settles on a theme, he sticks to it. It also saved him a little money because it's the same effect, doubled up. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but no, they're not going for, they're not pinching pennies on this bad boy. Right. No, I, I loved the, yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> love well, they probably the actually did kind of need to cut costs whatever they could. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Well, I loved the Iron Spider suit. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So good. And the Bleeding Edge suit was really cool, too. Oh, man, all the things that he was able to do with that thing. It was like, yeah. whatever he just thought of. <laughs> and it was really interesting as it kept getting damaged, you... You saw that for him to be able to keep doing things, like he had to pull pull stuff. Like, from like he's like, okay, well, no, it's like, okay, well, I don't have enough nanites to do the big arm cannon unless I stop armoring my legs for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that whole thing was just all nanotechnology and just do whatever, almost whatever he could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like how uh, you know when Peter like. Consent. You, you get the spider sense moment where all the hairs raise, and he sees yeah. that something's going on. And I love the fact that like him and Ned are a well-oiled machine by now. He's like, "All right, you I know need, the drill. Like, I need a distraction. <laughs> he's like, we're all gonna die." Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I think also Ned was not acting. He was, he was just noticed the thing. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. I think he's just playing it up. I mean. Yeah. You know. Call everybody's attention to it. Yeah. But yeah, it does bear. I also like how it, how they also mention how they also. Address the complaint that everyone has, like, Peter doesn't seem to have a spider sense in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. No, he does. It's just we're not doing the super yeah. slow-mo... We're not doing the Fox Kids cartoon version, like, where, where everything or, gets psychedelic. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or the Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies where everything goes into slow and you get to look at everything real quick. No. Yeah, where it has to be all, like, 300 or the Matrix all of a sudden. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just more sort of... He appears to have a better reaction speed than right. honestly he probably should. Yes. Yeah. Because he's reacting before it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> so I really should have stayed on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, that's, that's where Peter steps up as MVP, as an MVP, because, mm-hmm. yeah, he had the opportunity. Yeah. But he didn't. And his... And, I think the best acknowledgement was silence when he said, I can't be your very, your family neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And, great, and, and, you know, Tony's looking at him like, I've got no argument for this. Right. Well, and the thing is, every time 
and this is a natural extension of uh, their dynamic in Spider-Man Homecoming. Every time he gets upset with him, it's because it's something that he would have done. Yeah, (laughs) and it works. (laughs) You know, um, well, and and then, uh, oh, God, was that he? It's, (laughs) I mean, just so much to unpack about that movie, too, and I've only seen it, like, last night. Um, Yeah, I don't want to go see it again. Yeah. Just well, then, the money. Oh, the uh, we we didn't talk about the initial meeting between Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was great. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> like a he, he's like a pirate angel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? And Gamora is like feeling all his muscles. Will yeah. you stop massaging his muscles? And he try and uh, Peter Quill. Well, there's so many Peters running around. Yeah, um, yeah. Star Lord too, but yeah, yeah. Star Lord tries to like do the deep voice. Yeah. It's like get off my ship. <laughs> you making your voice lower? No, uh, this is my natural. This is how I always talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this is not how you. Uh, I was like, I have mastered the art of moving so slow. <laughs> Pretty bad. A, a lot of people were worried there was going to be too much comedy. Um, I think they had just the right amount, really. It was like ju- the only time there was comedy was when the Guardians of the Galaxy were on stage. Don't scream. Well, yeah, not the only time, but mostly. That was that. They were the primary source of levity. Well, okay, you got you know that's the wizards. <laughs> you know, it's like you're, I mean, Iron Man's making his wise cracks. Yeah, yeah. It's like I did like the like you speak Groot. Close. They taught it. They taught it. They taught the Academy of Asgard. And of course, when it was elective, but yeah. <laughs> but also, Spider Man gets some funny lines. Like whenever he meets uh, Doctor Strange, he's like, "Oh, we're using our made-up names. I'm Spider Man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Peter. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, you like and, and, and he and he makes it sound like he's he he you know he thinks he's just committed a faux pas. Right. Well, sorry, we're, <laughs> we're using our made-up names. Sorry, sorry. I'm Spider Man. Because he's very much the kid in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, like, oops. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, the other, the other part where dead silence is Tony's only response is with Star-Lord. That, that whole look of, I got nothing for this. <laughs> uh, that, speaking of great lines, um, I, I love when, uh, and this is, you know, it's a, it's a trope of comic books of mm-hmm. uh, Hero A and Hero B or Super Team A and Super Team, B, Super Team B meet for the first time and they fight because there's a misunderstanding. Right. And, well, that happens with the Guardians of the Galaxy and the other heroes that were on that uh, yes. on that shuttle or spaceship or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, strange. Ha- Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Strange. Yeah. Uh, and they have that standoff and Peter Quill's like, I'm from Missouri. <laughs> It is Earth. <laughs> You're from Earth? I'm from Missouri. <laughs> There's the one guy in the crowd when when we were seeing that who's like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, he's always been from Missouri. <laughs> Where's Gamora? Yeah, but uh, he's specifically called out. And yeah. It's a cool moment. And I love the, the best improv line in the movie. It's like, where's Gamora? Uh, here's one. Who's Gamora? Well, why is Gamora? <laughs> and this is like, okay. Get old Drax. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Speaking of improv, apparently the scene where Spider where Spider Man, uh, well, I should really say Peter Parker because he was just Peter in that moment when he is like fading away, dying, whatever you want to call that mm-hmm. at the end, like that was improv. That was improv. Yeah, that was yeah. not like he just they just let him go and they're like that's great we'll keep it. Yeah, which like, is Tom crazy Holland, good. Yeah, that's just Holland, Holland is amazing, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. start, uh, I don't feel so 
And he's just like he's a he's a scared little sixteen year old kid. Yeah, yeah and it's exactly. just like oh god, that's so depressing. Yeah, and it's like was... everything else I could kind of handle. Like I wasn't tearing up or anything until that moment. I was yeah, just like oh god, this he's just a kid. He's barely experienced anything. Yeah, and he's he's fun and like he's in that moment. Like he was just made an Avenger. Everything's coming together. He's he's in his own. He's in his element, right. and now he's just done. I don't want to go. Yeah, he just yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm he just wasn't like, making the big heroic sacrifice that other people were willing to make. He, no, he just got killed he by. Just, a, yeah, he was just a kid who didn't wasn't ready to go. And, and I think that went. was yeah, and I think that is, I think that is part of what Strange saw. Yeah, is this has to happen this way because yeah. otherwise Tony Stark is not going to put everything he has into right. it. And it's yeah. fitting that it's Infinity War because what is war but a bunch of young, scared people dying tragically, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, and it just like, wow, <laughs> you know. And that was that was the thing. Is, is that, Why did you give it to him? This is Endgame. <laughs> yeah, this is yep. the Endgame. There was no other way. Yeah, and I loved that uh, <laughs> I loved the, T'Challa's last line, this is no place for dying. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a f- yeah, that was a fun little um, rope dope there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but okay, now to get into uh, the thing where it's like, wow, that's a that's a hardcore downer ending. Yeah. Good thing that uh, let's see, Tom Holland has uh, has more movies in his contract. Right. Yeah. So does Boswick Ch- uh, Chadman. Um, I mean Chadwick Boseman. Whatever. Had dislike him there. <laughs> Something called <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. For that matter, yeah. so does Blueberry Vandersnatch. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, everybody yeah. knows there's gonna be another Spider-Man, there's gonna be another Doctor Strange, there's gonna be another Black Panther. So it's kind of hard. Probably, for that. and we probably haven't seen the last of Bucky. Uh, yep. Yeah, because I mean, the he's new just, Captain America. They just brought him back. Like, you really, yeah. they're really well, gonna go through all that, and then yeah. he's just gonna yeah. be gone. And, well, I he's gonna get to be the new Captain America probably. because. Uh, Chris Evans has said that after the Infinity movies, yeah, he's done. He's done. Right. Yeah. Uh, for so, that matter, I'm pretty sure uh, RDJ's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Thor's done. Yeah. Which is a shame because Ragnarok was great. They finally actually so wrote good. a good Thor movie. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> well, I would so, say a great one. Yeah. Because the first one was serviceable. It was okay. The second the one was, was pretty forgettable. You yeah. have to remember. My, the second one was. was you have to remember my good. rating scale. The first one was okay. This one, the third one, was good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, great is like Citizen Kane, man. Right. So also, uh, was it I'm trying to unpack with this? Um, So, okay, did anybody notice that uh, Shuri appeared to be done when they came after the, uh, after Vision? Uh, I don't know. She did something. Because she basically finished up and closed the screen. Mm. I didn't really catch that. Yeah, she, she I finished I need to watch it again. I only saw it one time. Yeah. yeah. She finished up and she closed the screen... Which tells me there's something else going on. Well, there's a lot of speculation about, like, I mean, uh, the Vision, obviously, he peeled the Mind Stone out of his head, and he was a husk, and he was dead. But, since she's doing the thing with the stone, there's an argument to be made that they might be able to restore his consciousness. It might have backed him up. Yeah. Yeah. The the one theory is that she backed him up. Now, what's interesting to uh, to me about that is that they could have a very Shakespearean twist with that, where it's like, it's him, but it's not really him. It's like him, 
before he was like his own real person that kind of evolved into a true being instead of just like a robot type thing. So it's like he's back, but he's not going to have like any feelings for Scarlet Witch anymore. And it's going to break her heart. Well, they're, uh, they're married in the comics. Yeah. Well, so no, what? what I they deviate from the comics all the time. Yeah. What, what I think, though, what I think is probably going to uh, pull from that is because they made too big a deal out of the layers of vision. Yeah. Everything that made him up. Right. Mm-hmm. So she backed him up. Or my guess is that she figured out a way to reconstruct what the, the Mind Stone did. It's possible. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So now, if, uh, it was, if it was Dragon Ball Z, the movie would be like four and a half hours. Right. And it would be <laughs> yeah. all come here. Yeah. So yeah, Iron Man <laughs> would just be charging a blast for like a half hour. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's like, okay, while well, you're charging a blast, I'm gonna come up and kick you in the ass. Um, Something else. Um, I will say this, just an overall comment on the movie, which I could have said in the non-spoiler section, but here we are. Um, really good, like, editing and pacing and stuff. Like, two and a half hours, they managed to make it not really drag at any one point. Right. There were a couple th- there were a couple scenes that I, th- I felt like the cuts... Honestly, there were a couple times right in the right, right in the Thor dealing with the Guardians thing, where I felt like we needed a little bit of a more space between... Right. Between Guardians scenes, yeah there's, yeah, there's a bit of a hard cut thing with him like reheating the forge and all that. That's a lot of skipping that was around. Cool. Oh, okay. So, thing I wanted to mention: half the planet is gone. Hawkeye has a family. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, well, and Ant Man too. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye's getting back. You know, the the obvious thing that happens here mm-hmm. is. Thanos gets taken down by the band getting back together. Right. Yeah. The original band. Yes. Um, so Hawkeye's gonna probably going Hawkeye probably we're gonna have some enforced pathos with like his family's dead. Yeah, or or like part, part of them. Yeah, because yeah. the because the math is like not his wife's dead. His, so yeah. his wife or his kid. Yeah. Yeah, because the math does not figure that. Yeah, well, he's got two kids and a wife, so and one on the way. Oh, as of, civil, as of Civil War, well, if, uh, if, no, as of if his wife is still pregnant, no, that would have been that no, that's, been no, that's too long ago, right? Yeah, probably that was too long ago. Because okay. she, she was roundly pregnant. So there were three kids. Yes, there after were the kids. third one was born. After, okay. yeah. yeah. So yeah, so, yeah that's five yeah. people. The yeah, the odds are heavily against right. him not losing at least. Yeah, odds are he at least he one or at least one or two of his family members are dead. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's. Can you imagine if Ant Man's daughter was one of the ones that didn't make the cut? Oh. oh man. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna show up. I don't think Paul Rudd's gonna be in these. <clears throat> Just because they're doing the Ant Man Wasp thing? Uh, I don't think he was part. He was contractually part of them. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Um, I don't know. But he gets mentioned. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, because because of his help in in uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. But he got a plea deal. Yeah, exactly. Him and yeah, of course then it's gonna be all hands on deck. Yeah. So well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yep. We will find out. Because then next time on Dragon Ball Z, like it keeps up. Right. Or yeah, next time on Avengers. Yeah. Which is next year. Next year. Yep. It's like it's 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 a long time, but yet it's not. You right. know, because it's like. We have all this stuff in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in July, we've got Ant-Man and Wasp. Right. And then in, what, November, Captain Marvel's coming out? 
Yeah, yeah, which yeah. are both which are both happened before Infinity War. Right. Is it before? I thought Ant Man happened after Infinity War. Uh, that's pretty I sure it's supposed I to think happen. Ant Man happens just before it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the buzz I've been seeing. Right. Yes. But that the trailer for that was uh, also looked pretty on point. Yeah. It looks like they have kind of the uh, the good like um, it's kind of like a buddy cop vibe going on with with him and the wasp where yeah. like you know like where he's like uh, <laughs> that was my favorite moment where he's like uh, he's like I go high you go low and she's like I've got wings why would you go high. <laughs> <laughs> or why would I go blasters? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're oh, like, that too. No, no, I get. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks pretty fun. That's, yeah. a, that's essentially what those anime movies are. It's like a fun, solid movie that is completely unnecessary, but you're going to watch it anyway it's because it's entertaining. Because it's entertaining. I've yeah. I, I <laughs> to watch Ant Man 2 just so that, uh, what's his name, can explain things again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and the, he's in the trailer prominently, so, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was a fan yeah, favorite, so that's kind of Everyone loved him. Yeah. yeah, we robbed you, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is awkward. Everybody. <laughs> well, and, and um, it was someone who wanted to say who who said that what they really would like to have what what they really would have loved to have seen would have been Marvel create like a backstory a a, uh, a the whole story thus far video as told by that guy and all narrated by <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh, that would be God. great that would be yeah that would be the perfect trailer yeah yeah no you, <laughs> what, what, really that's a DVD extra right that yeah. would be just fantastic that's one of those viral marketing deals is what it is yeah. right well see and, and yeah I yeah. just because when he did in at the uh, end credits of Ant-Man Said yes, <laughs> you know that whole story he did, where uh, where Falcon was looking for uh, mm-hmm. for you know for them, <laughs> you know it, that that was like yeah that's like a preview for for fucking uh, for uh, civil war civil war exactly, you know going, yep. yeah. So what do you what do you guys think about the act three? Like, do they do get do they do they somewhat avoid the act three giant sky beam trope? Or make it palatable if that's still. How do you mean? Well, it's like at the end of these movies, giant like, portal in the sky. There's always a giant thing in the sky. Like yeah. Avengers, giant fuck off portal in the sky. Like uh, Avengers two, giant cotton in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, well I, even I, even I, DC like Wonder Woman, like giant god fight in the sky with a big <laughs> with a big ass airplane that has to be grounded. Right. Yeah. Which big is explosion, Captain big America. explosion in the sky. Yeah, Captain America First Avenger, big explosion in the sky. Like it's uh, always a thing. Yeah, a Winter Soldier. Suicide Squad. Big fuck off uh, energy thing in the yeah. sky. Winter oh, Soldier. Suicide yeah. Squad isn't even worth thinking yeah. about. Well, Winter Soldier, you know, big off fucking carriers in the sky. Three. Yeah, things blowing up in the sky. Right. Yeah, so that, that is a trope. Yeah. yeah. Well the thing is I, I, yeah. And pretty well actually. A yeah. lot of it was very well grounded. Doctor Strange interdimensional fuck off portal, portal in, the in the sky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you know they didn't do that. Everything happened yeah. on the ground. Pun intended. It was very well grounded. Yes. Yes. But um, yeah, I just uh, yeah. Um, well, I think they, was... they did a good fight of uh, or did a good job of the fight. There's a lot of like generic creatures they're fighting but like they had like the interplay between the characters and it felt like a real scene not just like yeah. Yeah. a big CGI fest right so I well, think they did a good job of balancing that well, I, I, love the, I love the, the a lot of guys that, fought, mm-hmm. like, that got fought I think were dudes in suits yeah yeah well, and then, like it, for any close off I'm pretty sure that right. was dudes in suits yeah 
Well, I love the interplay between Thor and Captain America. Mm-hmm. I see you copied my beard. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and Groot was like, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And of course, Rocket Raccoon being spun around by Bucky. Yeah, like, that, that was amazing. That like clothesline automatic gunfire move. They did. Yeah, that was like how a much for the shit, gun? A lot of this shit is like straight out of a how video much for game. your arm? Yeah, how much for the yeah, it's, it's like Marvel Ultimate the Alliance or something. Right, like, I'm getting that arm. Yeah, so get- <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love that even managed to put development in with rec- with Rocket. Yeah, time to be the captain. Yeah, yeah, he became you know he kind of stepped time up and became a leader and stuff. Yeah. By the way, that was totally gross. Where like that thing has been in his butt, and then Thor puts it in his eye. Yeah, I would. But I just. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. That uh, was a <laughs> that was such a convenient way of giving Thor back his eye. Right. But it's but like a I different even... color, so he actually had to wear a colored contact. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think instead, I think he's always been wearing two, so we only had to wear one. <laughs> right. It was such a fitting way of doing. It. I couldn't even be mad at the convenience. It's like, all right, sure, whatever. You gotta give it to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna fight Thanos. You're gonna want to be able to see him with both eyes, <laughs> right? Well, and it's funny because it's like. He makes a very astute point because the way he comes in, he comes charging in, and if he didn't have depth perception, that would have been a problem. Yeah, <laughs> Thanos had had the best fuck off line in the movie. Yeah, should have gone for the head. Yeah, <laughs> and snap. Yeah, but did you see at the end his arm? Yeah, it was like malfunctioning and shit. Well, yeah, the uh, the, no, the the gauntlet was the gauntlet. damaged. The, the gauntlet was damaged, yeah. but his arm was burnt. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, his arm was burnt up to his shoulder. Well, it was like a god-killer weapon, so... Yeah. He was actually wounded. Yeah. He was seriously wounded, but the soul still burns. Yeah, but I, I soul like that still burns. at the end, with, between him and maybe Gamora, you know, was, you know... Oh, yeah. Did you do it? Yes. Was it worth it? Or what did it cost? Everything. That was such... Uh, by the way, that was a great callback of the Red Skull being the guy that escorted them God, there. yes. I, I was like, oh, that. shit. It's it the was Red not Skull. Hugo Weaving. It was not Hugo Weaving. It was just Weaving. some guy who... Sounded was like, like Hugo Weaving. Yeah, hey, uh, you want a voice double for... You want a voice and body double for <laughs> Hugo Weaving for not too much money? Speaking and, of saving money. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, um, here's an NDA. You will not talk about this to anyone. Yeah. yeah. He, he finally got to break silence after the movie came out, and he was like, yeah, I, I didn't tell my mom I was in this movie. I was afraid of breaking the NDA. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> which I, I think was, I mean, that was some, that was some good shit, because I was like, holy shit, that's a fucking Red Skull. Well, it's such yeah. a fitting thing. It was a very, like, Sisyphus kind of thing, where mm. it's like, in life... He wanted nothing more than to have that and to use its power, and he is forced to, in perpetuity, lead others to help them get it, and he will never be able to, like... Well, he, he wanted the Power Stone. He wanted the Space Stone, technically. He had the Tesseract, but... Yeah, but he, he wanted the, he wanted the power of the Infinity Stone. Well, he, I mean, he wanted, yeah, he wanted the Infinity Stones in general, and he was using the Tesseract to get there, and now all he does is lead people to the Soul Stone, which was in the Tesseract. So. Yeah. Just saying, it's still no, poetic. Tesseract, Tesseract warped him there, but still. Yeah, it, but either but way, it's yeah. the Soul Stone, right? Yeah. No, no, the Tesseract. Has the Tesseract the, is a space stone. Was the space stone? Oh, okay. Maybe I'm mixing up my stones. You are. Yeah. Well, no, the because uh, the Tesseract basically the Soul Stone had not been seen up until oh okay that up until this movie okay but it was still okay well regardless. one of the big sort of hot button questions was where is the Soul Stone yeah, yeah. just putting um, it more broadly. 
he wanted the stones, and now all he does is help other people get the stones. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Just, yeah. He, and of course, it was his undoing. It warped him there and all that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And made him immortal. Yep. Yeah. A lifetime ago. Miserable. Forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other irony, right? Is that he's like, ah, I will be unstoppable in the mortal. And it's like, yep, there you are. Yeah, right. I will be unto a god. Congratulations, <laughs> you've got omniscience when it comes to the soul stone, and you're immortal. And you got Sucks nothing. to be you, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're stuck on this nowhere planet. Yeah, he's king nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Of course, the love Loki's line, you will never be a god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a long uh, mythological thing of titans and gods fighting one another, so it's kind of fitting, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's the mad titan, and he's Although, often gods left and right. Ironically, the titans are typically the good guys, too. Mm. Well, mm. more yeah. the good guys than the gods. Well, the gods are always dicks. When you're talking Greek mythology. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I think they're almost all... I, in my reading of it, I think they were both pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Prometheus was nice. There wasn't really... Yeah, but Prometheus yeah. was human. It wasn't no, really a clear good, was a guy, good team, bad team yeah. thing. Prometheus was the son of Cronus and Gaia. Mm. No one challenged me on Greek mythology. In <laughs> any event. No, he, gave, he gave fire to the humans. That was he gave the fire to the humans. Right. Yes, right. yes. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. Waiting for waiting for Avengers five or Avengers four. Yeah, Avengers Four. I'm waiting for Avengers Five myself. I want to see what they're what they're going to do next. Yeah, because I keep thinking. Four, well, yeah. we, it's easy to forget that Civil War is not an Avengers movie. Yeah, it's a it's Captain, Captain America movie. It's a Marvel movie, and they're all Avengers. But a lot of, movies, a lot of people anyway. call that uh, a lot of people call that Avengers Two Point Five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or Captain America Two Point Five. But yeah, <laughs> to go back to that that scene, um, I I I saw it happening, like pretty early on. I'm like, okay, I know exactly how this is going to go. But it was fun seeing Gamora figure it out. Like, yeah. go through that process. At first, she's just like, oh, this is the ultimate irony. You're a dick and you don't care or love about anything, so you're going to fail. You can't do it. And then she sees him crying. Yeah. And the guy's like, he's not crying for... He's not mourning for himself. Yeah, he's not mourning himself. It's yeah. for you. And, yeah. yeah, that. and then there's that moment where you see it on her face, she's like, oh, shit. And she yeah. tries to kill herself, so he can't do it, but she's too slow. Yeah. And then he just tosses Bubbles. her. Yeah. And then... Yep. Have fun. Yep. Whee. And that's another interesting thing about this, is, like, there are, like, no Guardians left. You've got Rocket, and that's it, right? Yeah, you've got... Of course, the thing is, is well, fucking but, Rocket. Well, technically, Groot is the handle of yeah. the weapon, I guess you could say. But also, that's getting undone, so... Well, that but, goes without saying. I'm just but saying, I mean, like, with for the next movie, yeah. I mean, yeah, start going into the this next... point... Yeah, all you got is Rocket. All you got is Rocket. Which makes me wonder if the other Guardians of the Galaxy are going to show up. You mean like previous, like other the like Storm, makeups of the team? Yeah, yeah, the ones we saw at the I end of the first one. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't really know much about them comic-wise, so I don't really know that. Well, I will say this, though. Obviously, Nebula is going to get involved. Oh, yeah. Like, as if she wasn't already pissed off at him enough after being tortured and all the other shit. Now yeah. she's going to find out that Gamora was murdered by Thanos. Right. Shit's going to go down. Oh, yeah. Well, and we, we get to see how much of a badass Nebula really is. One might say she's a machine. Uh, she is a killing machine. Well. <laughs> I mean, she is she's a killing machine. I like oh, yeah. she popped oh. the eye out so Quite that literally, around yes. in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he, you know, when he puts like <laughs> thud, just dismantles him. Yeah. While she's still in the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yep. 
and, yeah, and and half dismantled. Yeah, no, she was mostly put back together at that point. Humpty Dumpty, and yeah, but she's still at the end. She's still having to like, yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, putting her shit creepy. back together. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, reestablish all her joints. Yeah, but yeah. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Because we are pretty much at um, low on time. Um, overall, I mean, knowing the end of this movie, I was still rooting for the good guys. Right. And still, like, yeah, you know, it still gave me that sense of they might pull this off. Right. I think that was... Yeah, like well, the scene where they almost get the, the gauntlet off, off them, for right. example. Yeah. Yeah, and you're hoping for that, even though you know. Right. They I can't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does a great job of capturing that, like, comic book magic. Like, you feel... Yeah. Like a kid reading a comic book almost the whole time. You're like, you, in the back of your mind, you kind of know certain things because, like, these movies have been announced and this, like, narratively, I, this is how it's going to work. But, like, you get caught up in the moment and you're just like, oh, yeah. man, I really hope this person survives or I really hope this person yeah. does the thing or, you know, you're yeah. just like, you just experience it and there's a purity to it, you know? Right. And there's and so much going on that I definitely, uh, definitely recommend seeing it a second time if at all possible. Yeah. And of course, see it in IMAX if at all possible because this takes great advantage of the oh, IMAX God. with the yes. epic scope of it all. Yeah, yeah. I, that's where I had to go see it was in IMAX. 3D is whatever if you like it, it go for it, but it's not I, important. I did not see it in 3D the and, IMAX I, don't, and I didn't miss anything. I yeah. did and it was fine but I don't think it added on. I feel like the only thing you really got that really would have been Cool in 3D was seeing Nebula. Yeah, although that was really splayed out. There were yeah. a few things that, that were was pretty a cool well about shot 3D. Scene. That was just so well shot. Some of the some of those fights where you have like telekinesis and energy blasts flying around are pretty cool in 3D. Mm-hmm. And like the flight of the spaceship, like when Spider Man is uh, like hitching a ride and stuff. Like there's some moments that are pretty awesome in 3D. Like yeah. his initial uh, web sling out of the school bus and all that. Like there are moments where it, it's cool, but it's not a make or break thing. But if yeah. IMAX, highly recommended. Yeah, that's, that's, I had to go see it in IMAX. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to see anything less. Anything less would be uncivilized. <laughs> or would not do it justice. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff is just so, like... Uh, you can only say it so many times. Like, it's so obvious. It's like, amazing special effects. All of the people, all of the things. Everything's been leading up to this. Uh, I guess my other, my other parting thought would be, for people who aren't, like, totally, like, 100% on board MCU geeks, um, if you want to know, like... You know what? What? What should I see before this? Like, there's really only a handful of movies that are necess- like strictly necessary. Like, you can see a few key movies and get most of what's going on. Yeah. So, Avengers. like, obviously, Avengers, Avengers, Age of Ultron, and uh, uh, Civil War, Captain America: Civil War. I also the 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 core movies for some of the main characters are important, especially the ones that are portrayed the most, like right. the Doctor Strange yeah. movie, the Captain America movie, the Iron Man first movie. <laughs> Honestly, pretty much seeing the first the movie first movies of yeah, everyone Thor. would probably be the yeah. best call yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thor, Cap, yeah. Iron Man. Oh, and although, Guardians. Guardians. In the case of Thor, I I'd skip the first one and the second one and go straight to Ragnarok. That works too. Yeah, you can. The, the second the one actually explains how does explain how the Collector ends up with the yeah. yeah, Ragnarok is actually yeah. the most important of them. Really, movie. I would say if you want if you if you want to do if you haven't watched any of them. Watch one from each character and at least one of the team team up movies. Yeah, right. That would really do it for you. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you're gonna watch one of the caps, I'd watch I'd watch uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got the Bucky stuff going on there. Yeah, because it also helps you know Bucky. Right. Exactly. So 
But yeah, and you know, I was glad to see Doctor Strange working as a as a support in that fight against Thanos. Yeah. You know, it was so cool. great to get to see. Oh, the I, synergy of the abilities is yeah. amazing. And as someone yeah. who's always liked Doctor Strange, it was great to also get to see him, you know, go hard. Right. Yeah. What was that? Do you know the name of the spell where he has the multiples of himself? No. I, as much as I do love Doctor Strange, I actually haven't read much of his stuff. Yeah. I've read a lot of his early stuff where he yeah. mostly calls on the Ancient One to help him in, in his time of trouble. Um, but yeah, there's the Crimson Bands of, of Cytorak. But yeah, the only one I recognized absolutely was the Crimson Bands of Cytorak, which, yeah, or Kytorak, or whatever, however the fuck it's pretty, supposed to be pronounced. Cataracts. <laughs> right? Well, Kytorak is the god that that powers the juggernaut. Yeah. Um, so the Crimson Band, so that that's why yeah, that's you problem. can't call it that. Because mm. almost definitely... Fox owns it. And it would be fair to say, then, that since that's a source of power, that that would stop the Juggernaut. Maybe. Well, the Juggernaut also, while he's a magical... He can't be stopped. He's, um, he is magically augmented by the Crimson Gem of Kytorak. That's what I'm saying, is if if, if, he, if if that power were to be used, if, you know... If Perhaps, be because because he's being opposed by his own power. Right. Yeah. Yeah, magic kick. I ah, sorry. I love yeah, superhero science. Yeah, well, I love Peter's narration of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. But yeah, his final thoughts is just you know it's amazing. It's see good. It. See, see it in IMAX if you can. See it again. Yeah, probably yeah. see it twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's already made all the money, but and despite yeah. all the buzz and stuff, you may have heard like just try to be in the moment and experience it, not anticipating everything and analyzing everything. Like, There's plenty of time for that after you've seen it. Yeah, Just experience. be in the moment yeah. and experience it. We wait, I waited two weeks to, yeah, go, waited to until last night. go crazy. Yeah. No, I mean to go crazy and talk about it. So. Oh, yeah, right. right. Yep. So good stuff. And for God's so, sake, don't spoiler other people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. There's a lot of unmarked spoilers out there, which is just not cool. Right. Right. It's like, guys, the, the, the statute for limitations on spoilers... Is at least two months. Right. Yeah, because not everybody can get get to it in that in that time. Some people yeah. work hard for a living. Yeah. So, after two months, I, I don't really feel bad because like, two months. If you care about spoilers, you will have been able to find time somewhere in two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been like what three weeks mm-hmm. since it came out, and I'm already seeing like. There's, there's a bunch of really funny spoilers out there, mm-hmm. but they're definitely spoilers. Right. Saw someone uh, post a picture of someone opening up a, a Spider-Man uh, action figure, pulling it out. It's like, wow, this is really realistic. Have, a, have this the thing where <coughs> Spider-Man's supposed to be filled with ash. <laughs> like from a... Like, like from a uh, barbecue. <laughs> wow. Uh, too soon. Yes. Too it, soon. In this particular case, it's too soon to at least not have a tag. Yes. Right. Yep. But so. Yeah. Um. Go see it. Yeah, go see it. I'm gonna think I might do a top ten of like my favorite Marvel movies for next week because I don't know why I threw that at you, but um, <laughs> I almost caught it. That was quite impressive, actually. <laughs> um, if I caught it, that would have been really cool. Because there is no... Like, once again, we're not getting together next week. Week after that, Deadpool, maybe? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Copyright and, t- and trademark? Oh, yeah, tra- copyright and, tra- copyright and t- trademark. Copyright and trade, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then Deadpool. Yeah. 
Woo, um, Deadpool 2. Deadpool, Deadpool 2. 2. It's Unless, bigger. of course, Deadpool 2 is just so good that we have to talk about it in two weeks. Right, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Try and see it in two weeks, man. All right. <laughs> I think I can do that. Don't call it a comeback. Um, <laughs> all of the things, all the movies. Yeah, well, don't call this a comeback either. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have Solo coming up. Because we'll have Solo and Deadpool. We may have to do a double episode just on those two. Yeah. Or yeah. one episode just on those two. <clears throat> we could, we'll, we'll see. Anyways, there will be times, there will be things, but that will be next time on Geek Fanthology. I have been your gracious host, Neil. Mike. And the one true Ben. And we, Wookiee had a thing. Sorry. <laughs> he, he, Wookiee he, will return yeah. in Geek Fanthology. Yes. <laughs> now, obviously, Wookiee was, uh, was not spared by Thanos. He was killed by Thanos for the, <laughs> yes, for, for the good of the universe. Right. Now I want to know what I Am Groot sounds like in Shrewook. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Groot. <laughs> 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 Groot. All right. Have a good night, everybody. See you later. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter E and the number 47. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Interstitial this week was Passing of Blue Crown by Juan Medrano, Step, and Zircon over at ocremix.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a rating. It helps immensely. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by making a one-time donation at our website, or a reoccurring one at Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. A final thought. <laughs>